Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, August 15th. Are Democrats on the precipice of upending political history? They certainly believe so as they take their accomplishments on the road. We're just a few weeks away now from Labor Day, that traditional kickoff of the home stretch of the campaign season. Given how many Americans vote well before Election Day in November these days, the Labor Day point in the calendar is critical because shortly after that, a lot of people do receive their early ballots in the mail. And the current state of play is that what for months and months and months looked like an assured wipeout for Democrats in favor of the Republicans, that seems to be easing somewhat. That's obviously from the polling out there, but also from talking to sources. Democrats across the board are feeling a bit better from what they're seeing on the ground and in their polling and focus group data about this election season. It is still a tough political environment, a tough economy for the party in power. And it is still true that history, if it can be any kind of guide, suggests the president's party suffers at the polls in that first midterm year. We've seen the generic congressional ballot tied, basically. That is usually a good sign for Republicans. Usually Democrats need to overperform pretty substantially on that generic congressional ballot if they are going to pick up seats. But again, A tied generic congressional ballot is better than where it had been earlier this year for Democrats. And the White House is beginning a brand new push to sell a series of legislative accomplishments out across the country. Today, it was revealed in a memo that was sent from the deputy chief of staff at the White House, General Malley Dillon, and senior advisor to President Biden, Anita Dunn. They are basically making the case that over the next few weeks, they're not waiting until Labor Day. They want to get to work right now in August and start selling these accomplishments. What accomplishments am I talking about? Well, on Friday, the House of Representatives, on a party line vote, passed a key domestic spending package combating climate change, dealing with health care costs, prescription drug costs, and President Biden could not have been more pleased that this sort of revamped version of that Build Back Better plan that Democrats couldn't get out of the Congress last year, that it got done and that it's getting to his desk. Here was President Biden last week. And it will bring down the cost of prescription drugs, health insurance, premiums, and energy costs. It's going to make big corporations just pay their fair share. It's going to reduce the deficit without raising a penny in taxes on people making under $400,000 a year. But it's far from done in our effort to bring inflation down, but we're moving in the right direction. Earlier in the month, you saw in a bipartisan fashion that Congress passed the so-called CHIPS bill. Here was President Biden singing the praises of that legislation. Those tiny computer chips, smaller than a fingertip, that are the building blocks for a modern economy powering everything, from smartphones to dishwashers to automobiles, the factories that make these chips shut down, the global economy comes to a screeching halt. And in another moment of bipartisanship, a rare moment of bipartisanship, I guess I should say, in Washington, the president celebrated the passage of the PACT Act that expands health care resources and benefits for veterans exposed to toxic burn pits while serving. He held an event at the White House and clearly this was a personal issue for him because of his son's experience, but also fits the bill of what he's trying to prove to the American people that Washington can actually come together and solve their problems. This law is long overdue, but we finally got it done together, together. 
And I don't want to hear the press tell me Democrats and Republicans can't work together. We got it done and we got it done together. And before President Biden headed off on vacation in Kiowa Island, South Carolina, he made sure to also tout the economic indicators that suggest there is a strong labor market and a solidly performing economy for the American people, despite the inflation that clearly has jacked up prices from the gas pump to the grocery store, but that we have seen starting to cool down a bit. We're seeing a stronger labor market where jobs are booming and Americans are working. And we're seeing some signs that inflation may be getting to moderate. Now, Republicans have made clear that while inflation may tick down just a bit, it's still really high and that people are still feeling that economic pinch in their day to day lives and that that is going to be the thing that they continue to point to and run on this fall. Here was Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota on NBC on Sunday. We're going to focus on the fact that inflation is still over eight and a half percent. Uh, We're still talking about GDP, which has been going down. And and most certainly we want to see gas prices come down. They're still a buck and a half higher than when Joe Biden took office. Those are not good policies to run on for Democrats. We need to focus on that. Now, in addition to all the legislative successes the Biden White House and the Democrats in Congress have achieved in the last few weeks, and they are many, there are two other elements that Democrats believe will help stem the Republican tide if not completely overturn it this fall. One, the continued energy seen in the electorate as a backlash to the Supreme Court's decision overturning Roe v. Wade. When it comes to abortion rights, we are seeing an energy, especially among Democrats and those critical independents, especially those suburban women, that could prove so consequential. But that energy is clearly, right now, benefiting the Democrats. And the other piece is Donald Trump and how much he continues to insert himself. Now, after the search and seizure of classified material from his Mar-a-Lago compound, clearly Donald Trump is back front and center in a way that he hasn't been the entirety of this year. Also, you've got the ongoing January 6th hearings that will continue after this summer recess. And you have Donald Trump continuing to want to influence the direction of the Republican Party. All of that, Democrats believe they can harness for energy on their side. Here was Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on MSNBC on Friday. You have a MAGA Republican Party that's turning off at least a certain segment of Republicans and leaning Republican independents. And now you have a Democratic Party that says, hey, we can do a lot of things. We can get things done that really make your lives better. And I think it's going to serve us very, very well in November. The other thing that the Jen O'Malley, Dylan, Anita Dunn memo gets at and that clearly the Biden White House believes they have as a strength is that these aren't just sort of random pieces of legislation that passed, but that they're actually extraordinarily popular pieces of legislation. That is what the memo states about this planned August campaign barnstorm tour, if you will, from the Biden White House. Quote, our goal for the next few weeks is simple. Take our message, one that we know resonates with key groups, and reach the American people where they are. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.